Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay, so we're just going to jump right into it. Um, I have Keisha Marsh from, uh, she is a healthcare professional. Um, and we're going to get her insight uh, regarding uh, mental health uh, issues and increased cases amongst the African-American community as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. So, hello, Keisha. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm great. Okay. So, thank you for joining me today. And thank you for your perspective and insight. I just want to thank you in advance. So, um, we're just going to jump right into it. So, can you... Um, and basically just describe, uh, could you just state your real name, I mean, your full name, your your title, and your professional credentialing? So my name is Keisha Marsh. I am a social worker, and I have a master's degree in social work. Okay, okay, good. So um, would you be able to um, describe your position and all that it entails? So I do social term care facility. Um, so basically, I am an essential worker. We don't get time off because of COVID, because where I work at, my clients live there. So that's their home. So they need care. Um, I pretty much um, make sure that their basic needs are met, um, any type of social supports, um, any type of behavioral supports. I'm, I'm there to make sure that they're okay or as much as possible. Okay. Um, so prior to the onset of COVID-19, um, what was your primary patient demographic? So it's a mixed demographic, but um, primarily Black, African-American. Okay. So since the onset of COVID-19, have you seen an increase in a mental health issues um, among the African-American population of your patients? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, yes. A major increase. Okay, so what are some of the more prevalent diagnoses or symptoms that you've encountered since the pandemic started or during? Anxiety, stress, depression. Um, they are the top three. Okay, and can you go into, without being too detailed into uh, HIPAA or what have you, like what were the major triggers um, of the anxiety, stress, depression? Like what aspects of COVID-19 would you say were the most um, heavily impacting to these diagnoses or were these uh new diagnosis or new issues or were they just uh, exacerbations of pre-existing diagnosis of mental illness or what insight can you provide say, to that? I'm going to say both new new cases as well as exacerbations for existing diagnosis. Um, and some of the things are since the governor's stay at home order, um, we really didn't think about the fact that that is their home. So um, in a population like this, their actual stay-at-home order meant they needed to stay in their rooms. Um, so to be, you know, subjected to have to stay in your room, cannot go out, cannot roam around the building, um, 
and have a fear of an influx of cases, not knowing if your roommate has it. So it's really hard to quarantine and the facilities as such. So um, being subjected to stay in your room, can't smoke because you can't smoke in the rooms. You can't, there. there's a smoking area, but it can't be utilized because there was no way to social distance. So they couldn't smoke anymore. They didn't have utilization of the laundry room. Someone had to do their laundry for them. So it was a lot of things taken away that us that could go home can take for would you know would take for granted that they weren't able to. Okay, and you would think too, like with the the social distancing and things like that, they some of their lifeline interactions, like visits with their families, kids, yes. grandkids, you know what I mean, things like that, can also uh, provide a you know a onset of um, depression. Absolutely. So, um, I don't know why I admit I, I left that out because that was a major factor. Um, being taken away from your family, you know, some of the residents don't have homes, you know, so you're just without your family for months. You know, some of them used to get visits. Some of them used to get meals brought to them. You know, some of their families used to come and wash their clothes. So you're really, and it's like isolation. So that part was really rough okay. and it's it, it the hardest part is to know that um facilities don't open such as such as the cities do, do. so we're behind we okay. the facilities can't open until after the cities are green oh wow and it's sometime after right summer. so who's to say exactly when it's no 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 clear concise indication of what that even might be so yeah that would heighten anxiety and to know not even know how long you're going to have to be put in that position I have to stay in that position yeah so okay um how would you weight the um similarities of uh increased symptoms or just symptoms in general or cases in general um between your African-American demographic and uh, the demographic of other ethnicities? Um, well, one thing I want to say is that although there were some huge um, barriers and issues that came across, our residents took it very, very, very well besides the, you know, increase of diagnosis, they still worked really hard to do what they were they needed to do to stay safe. Now, the similarities, I think they were all very much similar. Um, I think where it really began with a lot of the anxiety and depression and stress is when um, it really started getting serious in a nursing home as far as cases. And the the facilities started getting more and more strict on staying in the room. So they closed the smoke room. And that was one thing that really went, took them over the top. So a lot of them, with the stress and anxiety, you know, most people medicate themselves by, you know, smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. you know, okay. for stress and and to relax a little bit. And when that was taken away, that's when a lot of the cases really increased with the um, 
the issues that started. So I think most of them were pretty similar um, across the board, but I think the African-American um, demographic, it was heightened more with, with more depression. Um, some of the others was more so anxiety. Okay. Um, so with, with that being said, like with um, the idea of the new normal in mind, what would you feel like would be, um, what would you think would be the best course of action to better serve the African-American demographic that have been suffering or you see a continuance of, of issues even post-COVID because of the onset of COVID-19 and the lack of um, resources that that might have been easier to get if not for the onset of COVID-19. What would you be, what would you think would be the best course of action to better serve uh, this demographic of patients? Well, every demographic of patients, but of course, with this underserved demographic of patients in the future. So one thing I think is major that Nobody, the government, the state, the city, nobody was prepared for this kind of crisis. And I think that should be something that should be looked into. I think because this happened, there should be some guidelines and some laws and some rules um, put in place for an event as such. Um, We're able to go home. You know, we're able to spend time with our families if we choose. And I feel like there at the facility, that was something that nobody thought about as far as talking to the residents, trying to find out, you know, what their needs are and how moving forward, you know, we can make this change. And because it looks like this, you know, some things are going to be the new norm. So this is where they live. This is their domain. So what needs to happen is, it needs to be a conversation or something or some guidelines put in place that will help them in a situation like this in the future. Okay. Something that they would like. Right. Like not even outside of guidelines for like general guidelines, like still the six feet social distancing, still the wearing of the mask, but something specifically um, geared towards this particular population. Yeah, okay. like you can't tell somebody that they can't, they just after some after twenty five years of smoking that they just can't smoke anymore, and just put a patch on their arm. There should be something where, you know, social distancing. Uh, once everything opens back up, do schedules. Take them outside. Get them some air. Let them smoke. You know, um, it's just ways. It's just things that should be thought about in this kind of crisis. So just even moving forward. For the new norm, there should be some things that's put in place to support our residents. Okay, cool. Okay, well, that's all of the questions that I have for today. Thank you so much for your time and your insight. I appreciate it. You're quite welcome. Anytime. All right, have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.